outside in a pool. I mean, it's like you might as well just bake yourself in Crisco. Like a piece of bacon. You'd be fried in no time. Oh, Lord. It's crazy. I don't think we're ever going to... Last year, I think it was like a couple of days of some of de some decent snow. I mean, decent, like maybe less than three inches of snow. I don't think we're going to have snow again. And I'm a snow person. I think I just need to go to the Alps. And I don't even know if the Alps even has snow anymore. Do they? This is crazy. Lake Mead? It's going to be a desert soon? What the hell's going on? world what's going on good lord almighty and then i gotta deal with the shenanigans with eric's stuff oh my god you know i sat there and said oh jesus lord please give me the strength to make it through this craziness another day lord please give me the strength and his shenanigans i don't lose my flipping mind again today please lord give me the strength amen jesus christ dear lord thank you god amen 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 <laughs> sometimes you gotta talk to yourself how many ladies do this? You gotta talk to yourself. Oh God, please don't let me lose my cool. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. Oh God. And you wait till he walks away and you're like, you ever flip him off and he walks away? I've done this. You flip him off like, mm, just mm, get it out. Just, mm. There's sometimes you're really like, you could double task, triple task. You're holding your clothes over your shoulder and baby formula if you have kids and you have the dog on a leash and you don't, you just, you, you're able to still get two middle fingers up anyway. Mm. <laughs> you wait till you just like what'd you say i said the windows need clean today by the way i'm leaving i, I don't have time for this I have time. i'm not i'm telling you i'm not dealing with this i'm not dealing the number one complaint in marriages for you women you ladies and i don't have enough hands god give me a million hands to raise my hands is is your gentleman active and doing things around the house and outside the house or is he passive meaning you have to direct him like a teacher a i call myself a drill instructor aka mama okay mama i didn't raise i didn't i'm sorry i did well i didn't raise him because my ass would raise his ass right Oof, let's not go there i'm not getting no middle fingers up sorry <laughs> i'm getting ready to go and get some blood work anyway i gotta get done um and yes i finally you know he almost had me lose my, oh my God, my marbles. I'm literally, you know, I, I, I'm mentally straight, but as far as like dealing with the stress, I'm strong as hell. So I can keep myself straight. The therapy will do that. But internally, that's a lot of stress I've been dealing with. A lot of his shenanigans, it just is continues and it gets worse. He's literally just with the shovel. He's burying himself. He's the best narcissistic person because he's literally just going to bury his damn self. He's literally burying himself. I'm sorry. I'm allowed to share my journey as long as it's fact-based. I don't give a damn. Anybody don't like it? Well, tough shenanigans because you're too busy flipping off your husband anyway. And he ain't even looking right now and you're laughing because you know you got two fingers up. And maybe even if you're talented, you can lift your middle toe up. Both of them at the same time. That's some damn talent. <laughs> but literally, that's the number one complaint is women having to be passive and the man not being active into saying, hey, listen, this needs done, this needs done, this needs done. And then most of the time, I think, I think this is like 80% of the time it's not done. And the man will come back and say, well, you're complaining, you're nagging. Hey, men, if a woman is that tidy and neat, be thankful. Because there's a lot of slobs out there you could be married to. To where you literally walk in the bathroom every time you turn around and you're flushing the toilet. And you don't want to see what they ate last week or the month before. <laughs> that was gross, but I'm serious. I'm sorry. That was gross. Oh, where did I get that from? That was, that was, that was gross. Ugh, that was gross, wasn't it? 
Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> but she's in my point. Number one complaint with marriage counselors is the man is either active and he does things without being told and he's on top of things or majority of men now it's passive aggressive. He has to be drill instructed and constantly, come on, come on, him and do it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. This needs to be done. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I'm not going to be here all night. I've been in this shoes. It's just damn lazy in my opinion. Eric needs to be married to a, a, a I'm, I'm not gonna say that because I, I was gonna say his mom, but that sounded weird, didn't it? But seriously, I think he's looking for a mother, a second mother. Somebody said he's looking, he's uh, he's taking he's taking advantage of times as a sugar mama. That's not true. Your name starts with a K. Hell no, that ain't true. What he's looking for is he's looking for a mom. He's he needs to find somebody that is just he can marry a document as his mom. Because that's the mentality he's been. And it gets worse. Today was like, oh, Jesus, sweet Jesus, please give me the patience. Dear Lord Almighty, please give me patience. I've worked with this as a therapist. I've learned patience. I've learned patience. Oh, please, good Lord, help me, God. I, all right, that's it. Okay, thank God. Thank God. Okay, blood work. Okay, let's do it. Okay, okay. Yesterday, I felt like hell. Oh, my God, I was so sick. The stress made me so sick. Um, adrenaline stuff and autoimmune don't play. Don't put yourself in that kind of stress. If you got to talk to yourself. Oh my God, we all talk to ourselves. Oh my God, please give me the strength. Dear Lord, please give me the patience. Oh my Jesus, sweet Jesus. So please. <laughs> I got a clean criminal record. Dear Lord, please don't let me mess it up. Please don't mess it up. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Eric has never done anything on his own since after the first year we married without being drill instruct sergeant. And I literally call myself the drill instructor sergeant and mama. I told him many times, I'm sick of it. I'm going to get to the point where I'm tired of it. And then that's it. We're done. Well, beginning of this year, he got to find out how done and done I was. Because that's when I started the process of divorce. I was done. There's no more. Want to ask me? Want to contact me yesterday? Send me a text message? And literally... I don't like going to the nail salon. I got too many things I got to do and I'm working on top of it. And I got too many things I got to do. Period. I don't have time to be sitting for two or three hours. I don't find it relaxing. I'm too busy to the clock. Like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, some people say that's anxiety. I do have anxiety from the damn stress. And I'm learning to chill the F out. Like, you know, like chill the F out in that bottle. It's actually still really good. Mixed it with some apple cider. Really good. Sorry. But, um... Some people say it's anxiety or whatever. I don't know. What the hell? Whatever. I just don't find it relaxing. I don't. I really don't. He wants to send me a text message saying, do you want me to help you do your toes since I know the tumor and it's harder for you? <laughs> I literally laughed. I read it. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> That'd be cold day in hell. I really had the devil do my toes. <laughs> oh, did I do my middle finger? On the phone too. I, mean, I may have. I may not. I just let you decide. <laughs> hell no, you ain't touching me. No, hell no. Not with a million foot pole. Hell no. I said this. Oh, oh no. When he cheated on me during radiation, I said that it'd be a cold day in hell before I ever, ever touch you ever again. Hell no. You did a level of disrespect that is just. I'm sorry. You're not gonna. No, no. You have a million time over. To prove to me that you can change. And 
instead of changing, he got worse. And that's the truth. He, he can't deny He can't even deny that. Every time I turn around, it's like, oh, I'm so sorry I did that. I'm so sorry I, I effed up. Oh, Mimi, I, I, I am effed up. He is. He's like a narcissist. He's a great narc. He's just digging. But the thing is, he's burying himself. He's digging his own grave. I think he's like halfway in now. You know what I mean? And today it was no, is no different. I'm like, oh hell, yeah. thank God I got tests and stuff with my levels and the meds I'm taking. You know, I feel like I've gained some weight too, actually. Finally, in steroids. And I knew it would. My face is kind of swollen today. Yeah, it could be just the heat. You know what I mean? It's just didn't put enough of uh, didn't put enough of the uh, facial cream on, but I don't know. <laughs> I feel swollen. Um, today was no different. Today it was like I felt like singing that song for the love of money, you don't lie to mother. For the love of money, you can even have a mother. For the love of money, you can even walk the streets. You never know who you're gonna meet for that mean, mean, mean. Both boys go, ow! <laughs> that was the first band I ever met. I worked for, oh my God, I can't remember. See, this is where therapy's good. Camelot Music. Holy cow, was it Camelot Music? Oh my God, was it Camelot Music? If it was, my memory's that good. It was in Springdale, Ohio, back in the day. Camelot Music, maybe that was the name of it. It was the first band, 80s band. You know, this is when, hey, I'm sorry, kids, you wouldn't know 80s band. This is when, really, if Aquanet was out of stock, oh, hell, you weren't going out of your house. You weren't going out of your house. You will go to every place you can to find Aquanet. This is when Aquanet and chiseling your wood floors rain back in the day in the 80s. You kids don't know what you're, you really don't know what you're missing because the 80s was it. That was the 80s. You know, big hair and big hair and rock and roll and music and big hair big 80s bands bullet boys is the very first band i met at camelot music and then they used to come and they promote like their album would come out and they would promote it and you know they used to do signings and stuff is it camelot music i'd have to go through alphabet to remember but i i don't know where camelot music came from must be camelot music i got a picture somewhere of myself and the uh 80s you know like cinderella band cinderella days you know those dresses the polka dots was big and your hair was just as big as the polka dots oh my gosh it's the very first band i met met excuse me it was the bullet boys literally i'm sorry i just lost myself there from i was thinking about that smiling one house those are the days you know now we got to worry about if, if we're going to have enough bottle of water and the sun's going to literally incinerate us and we're just going to evaporate just go up like a fire you know just like a flame it's crazy. It's not funny. It's actually pretty scary. But, you know, sometimes you got to find humor in things. I didn't know where I was going. Yes, I was dealing... <laughs> How could I forget? I was dealing with Eric shenanigans again today. Now it's about money. I got this person arguing. And this is about the claims. He wrecked one vehicle. Had the vehicle in shop for repairs. Okay? Then he wrecked the rental vehicle. While his vehicle that he wrecked... Was in the shop for repairs. He wrecked another vehicle, but he wrecked the rental vehicle that he was being given to rent while his vehicle was being fixed for repairs. He wrecked the rental vehicle, and then we're figuring out how does the claim work with who's getting paid for what rental vehicle, what rental vehicle it was this vehicle, and then he got another rental vehicle. <laughs> I intentionally did that, but that's 
Yes, yes. That's, uh, Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to. That was stupid. Sorry. Anyway. And she said, don't put him. Oh, my God. You put him on your insurance. <gasps> oh, my God. Kimberly, you should never put him on the insurance. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is the most honest thing I've ever heard you say. It's the truth. <laughs> it was the truth. Right enough. But you live and learn. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. And you learn. You learn. And for some reason, I like to learn the hard way. But I'm learning. I'm learning. And never will happen again. I'm sorry. Never happen again. Um, I'm dealing with two adjusters. I'm dealing with insurance company. Then they're dealing with the underwriter. Then we're dealing with the pissed off person. Which I don't blame them pissed off. You got car and shop. Then your rental vehicle gets wrecked. And then the Golden Wards today. While everybody's arguing about... You're going to pay this. No, you're going to pay that. And the insurance company say, no, I paid this. And no, I already paid them that. And they're going to pay this. And no, you owe this. And blah, 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 blah. All I hear is, it's all I hear from everybody. <laughs> I literally just mentally just <sighs> tune it out. Tune it out. Tune it out. Breathe. Hold it. I'm like, I'm not getting in this mess. The only mess I have to get into is because insurance companies like, now I know we screwed up. You were going through divorce, and I know you asked us to remove him and stuff like months ago, um, after the first claim in March, and I told him he needs to be removed. They said, no, you can't do that. You have to wait until the exact last part of the divorce is finalized. I'm thinking that's not true. I was stupid not to bring it up to my divorce attorney because I thought this isn't making. I didn't do it. But then, you had another claim, late June, last of June, and then another claim, like, it wasn't even three weeks, and I looked at it, it was only three weeks, he wrecked again. Um, then I was like, oh, hell no. He's going to get me, and then the insurance company's like, you know, you're going to get a termination letter. I'm like, the hell I am. Like, I literally am going through the process, the legal process of divorce, and I'm not going to sit there and be responsible for somebody else. I understand the insurance as a whole, but I asked to be removed. There's no, well... Divorce attorney was like, excuse me, what happened? And she's like, no, 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 no. Give me a phone number. No, 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 no. What happened is, I was right. Insurance company was supposed to, and I said, hey, listen, I have legal separation. I'm processing divorce, and there's the paperwork, and everything's notarized and signed, and I need them removed. And they didn't do it. You know, this is where I say, there was a mess up, okay? There was confusion. Allow people one screw up, and that's it. You're allowed one screw up. You keep letting people screw up. And take advantage of you. That's called taking advantage. I'm sorry. I've done it before many times. Don't do that. You have enough level of self-respect not to let anybody take advantage of you in your kindness. Period. Don't. That's where you can be firm and direct and stand your ground. Period. No. Uh-uh. One chance. That's it. After that, just zip yourself. Because I know you're going to want to just go, oh my God. Just zip it. And just do the deep breathing. Man, I have breathing exercises I do. Okay, all right. And remove yourself from situations, especially if you're in a room with somebody, remove yourself. Have them removed, whatever. You gotta leave. I need to leave, you know? Give yourself a timeout. You know, I did my nails last night. Um, it should give a hint, too, of what I chose for the new promo pictures for Free Yourself My Journey. I was really not going to continue podcasting. I did. I had two professionals say, so you're gonna get to the point where you're gonna have to stop podcasting. Um, 
so you can really focus in on therapy um, and different parts of therapy most importantly just yourself and just completely cut off everything online yeah, of course your bills you can't cut that off a lot of people do that it's just called toxic clean it just it's not toxic it's just cleansing basically it's just stepping away from online there's a lot of celebrities that do it actually they just completely just I'm sorry this is the last of it or they just don't even say they're gone you know I figure I get to that point I am in the middle of no man's land God's country down Kentucky I'm on where I need to be and I'm sorry just just to know I'm having a damn good time and I'm gonna deal with nobody's stress no nothing no nada you know I'm free to be me and I'm happy I get to that point um, I was always to that point but I thought I'm not gonna let Eric shenanigans stress I decide when I'm going to stop a podcast and not him and it took me literally just to sit back talk to a couple of friends um, just do something nice for myself I was so sick yesterday um, you have to be careful with Addison's autoimmune because sometimes when you hit Addison's crisis crash you got to take the medicine that's prescribed to you to help you it's it's um, oof some evil stuff but uh you will start feeling better and sometimes you'll be really tired and um my situation is told you can you may bounce back it may take a while it may take a couple of weeks you may be you know homebound you may not feel well you know but i'm fortunate that my body responded and literally this morning I was like, okay, I slept in and I was like, oh, I feel pretty good. And I started walking around and walking around and just seeing and testing how my body was doing. And I'm like, oh, you know, all right. And then the shenanigans with the stuff with the insurance claims is absolutely ridiculous. Money is the root of all evil. I can't say it enough because I've seen it way too many times. Money destroys relationships. It destroys marriages. It destroys people. You destroy your damn self. There is so much more to life. Then excess, excess, image, 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 money, money, money. I don't think it's until you realize when your life's on the line or you step behind oncology or you step behind radiation machine or you step behind with chemo. That should change you. But there are some people where even cancer don't change their ass. That's just your stubborn ass. Okay. You're just a stubborn ass. Okay. If that doesn't change you. All right. You can live within your means and not over excess. I'm going to say this wise because I dated somebody for years um, when I, yeah, I was in my what, 20s. And they were, were, were very um, intelligent. And they invested and started young with rental properties when they were in high school. And they had a lot. They made a lot of money. They were very wealthy. And they got to be an adult. You know, that wealth multiplied and multiplied and multiplied. But all I saw was just this constantly working and constantly traveling. And I remember telling the person I'm dating, I don't know if this is going to work. Because your values and how you see life is different than mine. And money's not everything. And, you know, I didn't realize then I dealt with illness my whole life before I was even born. You know, if I could talk to God and say, could you please just hold it back, hold me back, please? Because if this is what I'm going to deal with my whole life, I'd rather not be born right now. Just go ahead and give me a fresh body while I'm inside a womb, you know, whomever it may be. And then let me be born then. I mean, if we could do that, you know what I mean? Because I wouldn't have wanted to go through what I have and struggled and suffered as much. I deal with my health. I'm still dealing with it. You know, I'll always deal with it. Um, you become pro at your own, you know, sometimes your destiny's not fair with life with chronic illness but I've dealt 
extremely well. Thank you for your saying, because it is. The poker dealt, the hands I was dealt, the cards I was played, um, you know damn well, because you said it all the time, you listening. I've done damn well for myself. Um, I'm a survivor. I made it past, way past, you know? You want to give up, you can give up. That's the truth. It doesn't take long, chronic illness. But if you're a fighter, you're a fighter. You're going to fight. You're going to fight hard. And God will give you the strength you need. That's the truth, amen. But um, the money stuff today, again, when I dated somebody, I told them, I said, why don't you just do this and sell this off and do this and do that so you can actually enjoy what you've worked hard for. You've been doing this since high school. Now you've taken on this and you're developing this. And by golly, they listened. I ran into them like... And after I was like, it's just not going to work because uh, my values and things and how I saw life were different then. You know, I wasn't a materialistic person. I'm not into that stuff. And I've seen too many people and too many problems revolving around damn money. It's the truth. It's like Bullet Boy song for love of money. You know what I mean? That's the truth. It, it Money is a root of all evil. Yeah, my birth mother said one time, well... She's just not good with us. Some people just well, some people just aren't good with money. Some people get into money just not good with it. You're right. That's another honest thing that you've said. It's the truth. You know? Life is not about excess, excess, excess. Image, 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 image. Image, image, money, money, money. How much, how much, how much, how much? Because when it comes to the point when you're dying, do you think that's going to mean anything? Because you can't take all that money up to heaven when God's sitting down in judgment day and figuring out what you are a good soul or not. Did you come clean with all of your wrongdoings and things you've hurt people? Have you come clean yet on earth? You didn't? Well, I'm going to hear. This is judgment day. You know? You can't take that money with you. You can't take all that stuff with you. Excess, excess, excess. Who are you trying to impress? Who? I know who. Everybody. But they don't care. Does it make you feel good? Do people who do this glamorize excess, excess, I mean, does that make you feel good? I think you're filling a void. It's called a big hole in your heart. That's what it's called. And sometimes people use a dollar bill to try to stuff the hole. That's my opinion. I know some of you are going, oh, that was deep. That was really deep. <laughs> Sorry. I've seen a lot of relations and marriages and people just destroy themselves every damn money. But I'm glad the person I was dating and listened and uh, they sold off and did things they did and well within their means and then some. And I'm so proud. I couldn't say enough. That was just the only thing I could say to them was I'm glad you listened to me. And they're like, yeah, I mean, literally I did. I did this and I sold this and that and I feel so much better. I'm not so stressed out. I just wish they would have thought it done that when we were dating because um, I would have been in a great marriage. I would have been with a great man who um, thought the world of me. And that's the truth. I never always, um, um, I always sought to be loved. I love deeply and I love love. This is why I say that on the news I saw because J-Lo got married again. What they say like J-Lo's epitome of, she just loves love. She really loves to be loved. Love hard, you love deeply. I'm that person too, so help me God, I am. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a fault. Okay, well, I guess that means my heart's too big. Ah, uh, well, slap my hand and call me a butter roll today. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> but money destroys people. It destroys relationships and that. And uh, today, it's like listening between insurance company and this person. And you got Eric and that. That's all I heard. I'm like, oh my God, so sick and tired of hearing about the money. 
There's so much more important things to worry about. I understand, okay? And then it's like the golden words from the new claims adjuster. I had a call. I caught wind that the vehicle that Eric wrecked, the recent one, not the one to one to one, but the recent, most recent, recent, recent one. <laughs> Gonna be fun us now. Um, I heard that it was a total loss, totaled out. Is that true? Just don't feel like, well, let me look out of here. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, what? I mean, my mouth. I know your jaw's on the floor too. I was like, what? And she's like, well, there's a different department handle that, but they made a determination. It's a total loss. <laughs> I did laugh. I laughed like that. I was like, oh, wow. Wow. Okay, well, can you tell me when this is going to be finalized? Because here's the part my attorney is involved with. Is I was supposed to have him removed off the insurance that I added him on like a damn fool. I didn't say that, but I was thinking it. Like a damn fool. Like a fool. Sorry. I'm, I'm owning up, okay? Because I'm an empath and we own up to our shenanigans, okay? I'm not a narc. Narcs don't own up to diddly jack. They'll take it to the grave. And still to the grave, they'll say to the dirt, I still didn't do anything. Like Bill Clinton. I did not have relations with that woman. <laughs> Is he a narc? <laughs> but literally, I was like, well, I, the reason I need to know is when this is going to be settled out. This claim is because we are doing things that we need to do, which, I mean, reality is this last two claims should not have been paid. Eric should be going to court with the person because both of them, actually, because here's the thing is he was supposed to be legally removed way back at the end of the year. Okay. They didn't do it because they said I couldn't do it. But once the attorney got involved, it's like, oh, no, I didn't know about this. And yes, he's supposed to be removed because everything's been erased and signed. So I had to send him a copy of everything, all 20-something, 30 pages, whatever. And they admitted it. Insurance companies like, you're right. It's our fault. I mean, I think there was some confusion in that. And let it go. It's like, you know, frozen. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go one time, folks. Let it go one time. Don't let somebody take advantage of you more than once. You're an all-day sucker if you do. And I've been there, done that. I don't do it anymore. Sorry, you. One chance. One free card. That's it. That's it from me. Adios, amigos. Take care of your life after that. Because I don't give any more chances. I've learned a great lesson from that. Don't do it. Don't do it. But also today is everybody arguing about money. Everybody's arguing about this claim or this and this. And what is owed and what is owed. And who owes it and who will blah, 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 blah. And what was paid. And that's all I heard. It's like, I'm out of here. Get blood work done. I'm out of here. I'm getting the errands I need to do. I'm out of here. You know? I picked myself up. Sick as hell. Medicine, thank the good Lord, worked. And I'm glad I have a specialist that knows exactly. And look at everything autoimmune. Look at the Addison's and getting me balanced out. I'm never going to balance out with the tumor. I'm going through two cycles a month again. It's been pure effing hell. I'm sorry, ladies, but I'm sorry, men. Actually, just go ahead and give beep. Just beep. Beep it out. Because everything regenerated its damn self. Um, that's not been fun. Oh my God, it's not been fun. But balancing everything out the best that they can. A specialist. Um, it's unfortunate. Sometimes you have to get the nasty medicine. It's not fun, but... I mean, listen to me. And back to my chipper funny self. Instead of my miserable suffering self. I'm not going to say I don't have bad days. Because yesterday was a good example. When you crashed, you crashed. That was damn scary. You know, one step away from calling an ambulance. But hell, there ain't no way in hell I'm going to a damn hospital. 
unless I have tests like this, which is just to make sure I got right levels with the medicine, blood work, that's it. Other than that, no. You're not, I'm gonna wait until I'm really like a last step of God calling and knocking like a knock on heaven's door, like a Guns N' Roses song, <laughs> before I go to the hospital. Somebody said there's a thing called um, chronic illness medical burnout. And I'm gonna look into this. I brought this up to my therapist yesterday. Actually, I'm sorry, I brought it up to her. Was it Wednesday last week? Actually, it was Wednesday. About medical burnout, and it does exist. Um, and I actually just gave me some links about it. I was like, wow, people do get burned out. And, and maybe that's how I feel, but I'm just overall tired of it. You know what I mean? I'm tired of it. I just try to mentally outthink it. I don't feel what I mean when I think it. You know, it's just how I, don't know how I talk about stuff. It's just how I feel now. I deal with this my lifetime, you know? But the money thing was just constant on the, on just everybody just getting into all the money. I understand businesses need to survive, insurance companies survive, but it's like, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't deal with it. Just don't. I just removed myself out of the situation. But then when you said the vehicle is a total loss, I'm like, holy. Police department won't even return my call. I'm trying to figure out what really happened. All I know is I get a call. I'm sound asleep. Took my medicine. I get a call from Eric calling me. I told him last accident, don't you ever call me anymore again for bailing you out of anything. Don't call me again. You need to call your parents, call your dad, because you're not calling me. I'm not taking on your doings that you're doing yourself. I'm not doing it anymore. Well, I know. Slap me silly and call me an all this sucker because here's Eric. Ah! I mean, I'm sitting there like, who is this? I didn't even think it was Eric. I didn't even know it was Eric. I said, like, some woman on the phone. He's sitting there crying. I'm like, what is going on? I'm just saying, I ruined your life. And I'm thinking, oh my God. All I hear is I ruined your life. And I'm like, oh, what the hell happened? I realize I get somebody else on the phone saying, yeah, hi, who's this? And I'm going to tell him, like, yeah, he wrecked his vehicle. What, what, what? That's not his vehicle. What do you mean? That's a rental vehicle. He went off the road and over this wall. What? Over this wall? Obviously, he's alive. They're asking Eric, are you okay? You, anything sore, whatever. I'm a little sore, but I'm okay. And it's like, uh... I literally waited an hour to bail him out again. I'm going to say bail out, but to pick him up. I waited an hour. My better self was saying, no, uh-uh, no, no. This is what... Therapy is like two, three hundred dollars a session. This is what you paid it for. He has to bail himself out. He needs to rely on his parents. He has done you. He no. He's done already enough. No, you owe him nothing. This is part of the divorce. No, no. But I get a phone call from, I mean, a, a kind, gracious gentleman who literally pulled over and. Saw if he's seeing if he's okay and saw what was happening. They didn't tell me how bad the vehicle was wrecked. I didn't know until I realized he left something that was part of property in the rental vehicle they wrecked. I didn't know how bad it was wrecked. And this is a picture again. So the insurance company was like, oh, the whole engine, the whole underside, everything. I'm like, what kind of wall did he, what kind of damn wall he over? Because nobody's telling me anything. And of course, the cops are smart. The police officer took the report. He ain't calling me back. And he's damn smart. Because, you know, something like that. You don't want to call. You don't. I was just wondering inside the message. Like, listen, I don't know what the heck was going on or nothing. I don't know anything about this. 
you know. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't at the scene. I didn't see. Um, I waited an hour because I, first of all, I'm just waking up, okay? And some of the medicine makes you really groggy. So you're literally waking yourself, slapping yourself and stuff. And so I'm comfortable and I'm awake. I'm not leaving. I'm sorry, I'm not. That's called being an adult. Be responsible as hell for yourself and everybody else out there on the road. I waited an hour. And I get a call from the same gentleman. God bless him, man. He was, um, I told him, get back to work, man. He's all right. Eric's all right. He'll be okay. I don't want him out in the sun. It's hot. I'm thinking, well, maybe he needs to be out in the sun. Because maybe the sun's raised. Maybe we'll zap and he'll zip. He'll actually start acting like a doll. I, I didn't say it. But you know, it's one of those things, ladies, when you're, you know, your husband's acting stupid. And you constantly feel like his mother. And you're telling him what to do. And the relationship's going, going down. And he just, mm. there's that middle finger again. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't say anything. I can't get into that stuff on the phone um, with the gentleman helped him out. But he's like, hey, listen, um, it took him to the police department, so he's in the cool AC. And I'm thinking, uh, if you only know, if you only know, if you only know, he needs to be out in the heat. Let him listen. But I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, they had to call me like three times. You're on your way. I had to think about if I'm going to pick him up. Eric admitted after that, I said, you had no business. I told you, don't ever call me again in another accident. You're dragging me to things that's not responsibility anymore. That's part of going through a divorce, okay? There's things you signed and agreed upon. And Eric did admit, and he was like, about the only thing he admitted was, yeah, you're right. I should never have called you. You're right. I shouldn't have called you. You're calling me three times to come get you. And then the next day, you act like a jack, you know what? Rude as hell. Saying, I mean, Eric made a comment. He said to me last week is, you were never my equal. You should have been my equal. I don't know if I podcast this beginning or not. This is the truth. He said this. And I said, you're equal. Hold up. Hold up. This is where I am going to be your mom. Because obviously your mom didn't teach you right. A lady and a woman is never going to be an equal to a man. Because you are a man and I am a woman. You are one chromosome and I am another. I am not your army buddies that you had living with you at your house. You let them live for free and stay there. Okay? I am not your mother either. And I'm not God. Okay? If you wanted to marry your mother, then, you know, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say you should have just married her. But I'm not going to say that. I know it's not just weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just forgive me. I'm sorry. should have said that. I'm sorry. Deep breath. <laughs> okay, where was that? No, he should have. <laughs> you should have married somebody. If you wanted a mother, another mother, marry somebody because I'm not. But he told me I should have been as, I wasn't as equal. He expected me to be equal as a man. And I said, you literally, I have felt this whole marriage, you've treated me like a man, like one of your army roommates. You were not respectful to me. You don't cuss and do the things you have. And then I had a therapist say that you had a hidden agenda. I have somebody else saying you were after the benefits from disability. And that's the only reason you got married to me. And then you make a comeback kid comment that I was going to divorce you 12 years ago. We weren't even married 12 years. But if that makes you sound good, that's that's great. That's wonderful. I wish you would have. You, I could have already been in, in. I could have been in a companionship, and I mean, I could have been living a good life by now. I could have had all the money I wasted too back. But let's not go there. Stupid comment. I know, ladies. Just when he turns around, give him a little finger. Give him two in your toes if you can. If you're that talented. <laughs> but like, equal. I had to literally stand and look at Eric and tell him. I don't know where you learned this from, from your parents, but this is so not okay, and I'm going to set you straight, okay? 
no woman and ladies ever your equal and anybody who has a chronic illness and knowing you know I've dealt with this my whole life before I was even born is never going to be equal to anybody they're never going to be equal to the average Joe to a normal person never going to be equal they're always going to have to go above and beyond and do things harder and more difficult than a normal person they're always going to struggle in some way shape or form especially when there's no cure that I'm not a man and last time I looked I'm disabled and you know what he said but you don't act disabled and I'm like oh oh hell no yes 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 I'm so glad somebody said that I said because that's why you idiots because you idiots the same idiots never treated me like I was sick and you wonder why my health started crumbling and spiraling because you never helped me and understood I was effing sick I went through surgeries I went through radiation chemo everything I was effing sick I've been sick my whole damn life so actually you know what that was a smart thing to say because you never did treat me like I was sick and that's why we're getting divorced and that's why I cut people out of my life when I'm sick and I'm down and I'm not feeling well I'm allowed to be sick Nobody has to be disabled. I'd rather continued working. I got a promotion underneath the vice president of a billion dollar company. And I had to resign because I was sick and I hid being sick. So thank you for saying that because that's how you, 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 and even you that were quiet, you has treated me the same people like I wasn't sick. And the times it did, you just instead would treat me like a burden anyway. Just not even involve me in anything. Like I was dead. You know? Thank you, though. I told Eric, thank you for saying that. Because that's why I checked out. Mentally checked out of the marriage. Is because you have me taking on more than just as a woman and basic duties and things. And, and then working and going back to school. You took me, had me taking on everything. And while I was sick, you weren't there. You were in the other room online on dating sites and seeing what person over in Vietnam or Korea or whatever you wanted to see if they wanted a green card to come and get married to you. You told a female coworker at the sheriff's department that their mom was up the street. Oh God, how embarrassing, how embarrassing. You were messing with that you were in the process of getting divorced. Uh, we weren't in the process of divorcing and in fact um, I literally would always make the plans for trips and never once did Eric take me out that's the truth he can't deny that the first year I met him was the only time I was ever taken out must be nice to be a man and have the woman do everything including your role as a man and then you want to say that I should have been equal I'm not a man I'm a lady I'm a woman and I have something that's called a disability due to chronic illness that was out of my control before I was even born. I'm never going to be an equal to anybody. Deal with it. Because I have. But I've been pushed in situations going way above beyond my body can handle and I literally realized I paid for it in more ways than one. And I'm not going to do it ever again. Period. But all the money stuff, oh my God. And then hearing on the phone that the car was totaled. <laughs> I was like, I thought it was a joke. Is the car really totaled? Yes. To fix it versus just 
wash is totaled. I told him that the importance of me knowing this is you please let me know as a claims adjuster is because he was supposed to have been removed the beginning of the year. And I asked and there was some confusion, I guess, insurance company and he wasn't removed. So the thing is, is then they now have to go back once the last claim is paid out and remove and go through all the steps and process with the attorneys with the insurance company and the underwriter to remove me off this stuff so I'm not penalized for Eric's wrongdoing, Eric's driving, Eric's poor decisions, Eric being Eric. Because I lose everything. I, you lose insurance and you'll go into high-risk insurance. I'm not being penalized for somebody's stupidity. Period. So, the process as it works is because everything was already, you know, the claims and that and the adjusters are involved. So it was a question if we pull all this, Eric goes to court with two pissed off people in Indiana. <laughs> Who is he not pissed off in Indiana? He's pissed off everybody. People, he's pissed off. Give yourself a round of applause that you have kept your damn cool. You got that clean criminal record? You kept it there, my friend. You kept it there. Give yourself some credit for keeping your cool. And sometimes just zip in your lip when it was hard as hell. I'm with you. I feel you. It was hard as hell. <laughs> Give yourself a round of applause because you did it. Kept your cool. So you have more patience too. I've learned. I've had a lot of patience. And you probably learned now too by this experience. Um, now I'm in the process of figuring out how this is going to work. Because I got everybody arguing about money of who got paid what and what and who didn't and who owes who and who what. I'm just standing back going, yeah, nope, mm-mm, nope. I'm still listening to policy because it's just a waiting game. But I wouldn't know waiting game's over because, pst, out. It's like going through divorce when you want to wait till that last process and, pst, out. Out. No, 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 no. You learn so much by, first of all, your own wrongdoings, your own shenanigans, and you come clean with yourself. You change what you've done wrong. You forgive yourself for making stupid decisions because everybody makes stupid decisions. But you have to grow and evolve. Most importantly, you mature through time, age, trials and tribulations, the mess ups and F ups. Okay. And you become wise by those experiences. The wisdom is within. But I'm going to say this again. This is the truth. Okay. Um, you can't change people. You can't make people drink the water in the desert. Okay? And some people just have to figure it out on their own. The way that the universe because I don't believe anybody. In Eric's situation it's nobody. He's, it's the universe is clapping back. I'm watching this. It's clapping back. There's nothing you have to do. You're going through divorce and stuff. There's a lot of things you got to zip it. Like I said, you know, some people are like, you just kick them out of properties. Kick them. You can't kick them out. Sorry. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, gentlemen. You can't kick them out. I would love to do it. I've, you know, and he wants to do shenanigans. You need to leave. That's as far as you can get. And that's not a guarantee that he's going to stay gone. And that's when you learn probably with therapy for anybody. I don't know how the hell you do it. I don't know how the hell I would have had the patience I did without good therapy. That's the truth. It's benefited me more ways than one. Um, I've learned just to keep my cool. Don't look at him. Just say, do what you need to do. And you just pretend like he's not there. That's really hard. And it's taken me a while to learn that. But you have to just bite your tongue. Bite your lip. And let the process work. Let the due process work. You know? I mean, this is just another 
um, hurdle I have to go through with Eric with the claims and that. You know? um, but I'm fortunate to have a good divorce attorney to realize that the, he should have been pulled off when I asked him to pull him off insurance. And whatever confusion happened, it happened. And now we're just waiting for the last check. But Eric got a shocker today because I overheard. It wasn't a little birdie. I overheard. He's realizing that when you have three claims, and I'm going to say probably well over $50,000, and it was close to thirty before this last one, and I don't know what the wall, what damage is involved in that. I have no idea. Um, officers are not talking, and officer, I don't blame you. Respect, because when it starts as insurance stuff and attorneys get involved, you don't want to talk. You just do the report. Smart enough. I mean, smart. I just not. It doesn't hurt my feelings. The gentleman not calling me back because that's just good being a good officer. You know what I mean? But um, Eric's realizing when you're going to get insurance that uh, he said it was going to be really easy. Eric's like, oh, I'll just get different insurance. No big deal. I, he's realizing today. He realized it's uh, my friend. It's not that easy when you have totaled a vehicle and you have well over probably fifty thousand dollars in claims in less than six months and a little bit over five months that there's probably not going to be insurance that's going to do anything, whether alone even cover you. And if they do, you're going to probably expect to triple what you're already paying, which was under my insurance, under good driver, discount insurance, um, no claims. You realize that uh, it pays to be careful, to be aware but most important is adult to be responsible he's learning the hard way and sometimes you just gotta let people learn and other than that if not well he's always got his mom and dad to fall back on me i focus on me i focus on my fur kids and that's where i am in my life but most importantly is learning to smile and regardless of the shenanigans to laugh again